happy Sunday. Sometimes you look at people and you think, well, I should say sometimes I look at people and I think, you know, you have some qualities that I really admire. And one of the qualities that I admire in people is some people are just able to get along with all different types of people with all different types of ideologies, all different types of perspectives. They're able to find common ground and lead with love in all of their relationships so that you see them, you know, able to get along with people from all different factions and groups. Um, And, you know, because sometimes, like, if you think of communities and people almost as genres in literature or music or, or films, you kind of don't tend to see people outside of their genre, right? So whose hip-hop stays in hip-hop, generally speaking. You know, they kind of like, more or less, you see them hanging out with with hip-hop, who is reggae, kind of stays in reggae, and you see them um, building relationships with other people in reggae. And that's, I think that's normal that you're your foundational relationships would probably be in the culture or group that you most identify with and I think that's normal but then you see some people sort of transcend that and build relationships with all different types of people from from different persuasions and the reason I admire that so much is because I know that when I'm confronted by somebody who has, um, who's yoked differently than I am and who has different ideologies, who is, you know, fundamentally just not on the same page as I am, I find it difficult to, um, to, to want to seek out that person spend time with them and get to know them past the um past the things that we don't have in common so in other words once i realized that you know the way that somebody sees life and the way that they the way that they're programmed is just on a completely different level than than me it kind of offends me right it offends me. I fall into criti- criticizing them very frequently. I'll be like, oh, the, this is all the reasons that this is so terrible or they, why, why their choices are so terrible and like why I don't even want to see them, you know? Like I don't want to be around them. I don't want to, if it's an artist, I'm like, I don't even want to see their art because they're just so not on the same page. If it's a, a real life, um, you know, intimate relationship that I have, as in a friendship or a family relationship, I'll be like, nah, I don't even want to be around that person because they just, we just can't find common ground. And I don't know if it's that we can't find common ground. 
it's just that I am so um, resistant <laughs> to finding that common ground because of the things that I noticed that make us different, the things that that um, we don't see eye to eye on, the differences in our approaches and the, and the differences in the way that we are, have been, you know, wound up, the differences in the way that we've been and what we've accepted to be true and how we've how we framed our life as a result of that. And um, I think the the approach that I, I first started talking about that I admire in people who are able to just traverse different groups is something that I really admire because I know that those people must, must buck up with ideological differences between them and the people who they are able to maintain all these relationships with in different, um, you know, from different perspectives. But they don't let it stop them from finding that common ground and that that love. And that's something that I think I would love to be able to do more because it's a challenge for me. You know what I mean? It's a challenge to to, I mean, yeah, it's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. And so one of the reasons I think it's a challenge is um, because, you know, um, there's there's reasons that I've made the choices, and and the way there are reasons that I would see the world the way that I do. And um, so if somebody is at odds with that. I, I feel so strongly about the decisions and perspectives that I have that I'm like, oof, if you if that's how you think, <laughs> if that's how you move through life, then I don't think we could really be cool because I just can't understand how anybody else could um could think like like the way you know you do because obviously I don't think that way. But but we we all I mean, it, that's not a very um, productive way, I think, of being because, first of all, I'm not God. So to think that the way that I see things is somehow superior or um, perfect and, and without flaw and that I have the right to judge the way that other people approach things. That is, um, that's really egotistical. So I have to check myself when it comes to that. And I do try to very often, but let me tell you, it's a, the reason I'm talking about it today on the Happy Sunday podcast is because it's a constant struggle for me, a constant reminder that I have to, I shouldn't say struggle, it's a constant reminder that I have to give myself that, hey, don't fall into criticism and judgment just let people be and maybe there are exceptions to that rule because if if where you are positioned in life is really at odds to me to the point where you want to you your way of approaching life really kills my way of approaching life i feel like i have to be pretty firm about um pretty firm about about where i stand and it's difficult for me to see how I could be firm and where I stand 
and still make room for you um, in a loving way in my life. An example of that would be misogyny. Misogynists. They come in every color, in every class, in every culture. It's a way of thinking and a way of, of, of seeing the world that believes that women are not entitled to equality, that women are not inferior to men, that men deserve freedoms that women don't deserve, that men are entitled to put women in boxes um, and limit, limit the way that they live their lives. It's not only men that are guilty of misogyny, women are guilty of misogyny too. They, they, they box other women up um, and absorb misogynistic and patriarchal ideas and limit their own lives based on a gender-biased way of seeing things where they limit their their um, ideas of what they can be and frame their ideas of what they can be based on very um, constructed ideas of what it means to be a man or a woman that's not based in, in an authentic ex- expression of self and being free, but it's based in a, a dictated role that you're supposed to be handed because of your gender. And I can't see a way to make peace with people who think like that, even though I would like to find a way to transcend and 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 make room for all types of people in my life. That's just one example of a situation where I'm like, oh, I really can't see how how I could um, be okay with with that. Um, even if I can show love from a distance, I definitely don't see how I could like maintain relationships but then you'll hear some misogynists (laughs) you'll hear some misogynists say um say some things about life where you're like okay i can relate to that you probably don't like you probably don't think that anyway yeah i can you you know I'll, i'll say that i can't relate and i can't find common ground but then every now and again you'll surprise yourself and i'll surprise myself and hear somebody that i know is doesn't like women hates women even if they don't call it that, because they never will call it hating women. They always think that they love women while absolutely hating women. Um, I will hear them say something and I'll be like, oh, but I kind of agree with you there, right? So then maybe we can find common ground. But all of this is to say that, um, you know, building relationships across all cultures and perspectives is one of the way that we become more um, powerful as communities. And so the whole reason I'm, one of the whole reasons I'm talking about this is because I know that there is strength in numbers and that in order to be stronger, as a group, we have to find ways to find love and common ground. And so that's one of my goals 
um, again, you know, again, you have. To, I think I have to. So, my goal, I think, is to spend less time criticizing and, and judging, and more time just asserting what I would like in my life. So, in other words, instead of like criticizing and judging how other people choose to live and what perspectives they have, I can just say, I see where you stand. I see how you approach things. I see how you're yoked. I see how you're programmed. And I am choosing something different from me. And instead of spending time and energy trying to bring you down or, you know, not really bring you down, but to, to with my words and my thoughts, to criticize you and judge you for your choices. I should just focus on my own choices and be firm in those choices and assert my my desires, my goals, my way of doing things without worrying too much about what other people choose and then let the chips fall where they may and show love in instances try try my hardest to show love in instances where I can I mean, connected to this topic I've been thinking about um, the color purple the color purple is a novel and that, that was that was uh, adapted into a film there's this character called Celie in it and Celie has uh, you know she's a she's She's a woman who she had a rough. She's been in an abuse. She was in an abusive relationship, and um, just not treated very well in her intimate relationships, and kind of had it hard. And so, as an adult, Celie has um, another woman in her life who's married, and she gives this woman's husband advice that she basically tells a woman's husband that she, that he should abuse his wife the way that she's been abused. In other words, she's like, well, listen, you having some problems with your, with your wife? This is what my husband does to me. He beats me. So what you need to do is you need to beat your wife. So this is a, a woman who knows, knows the pain that the abuse that she experienced caused her. And yet still, she was very willing to inflict that, to encourage somebody to inflict that pain on somebody else. Because, um, well, we're led to believe based on the story that it's because, you know, she's been so conditioned into the abuse that is, it's, it's twofold and that she thinks, well, this is just how it's supposed to be. This is what men do. They, they're horrible and they abuse women. And also it gives her opportunity to make somebody else feel pain the way that she has felt pain, has felt pain. And she gloats in that a little bit, you know, like, ha, huh, I'm not the only one suffering. You're going to get beat too. Um, and I feel like sometimes when I buck up with people with different ideologies, women and men, 
I feel like sometimes I'm being sillied, you know, <laughs> where it's like you have these people who just want you to experience the suffering that they have experienced and they really can't see any other way of, of doing things. And so they, they encourage they encourage your suffering because they have suffered. And I don't want to be a Sealy. I don't want to be a Sealy. So I want to work on being able to respect and love people without wanting to cause them any kind of suffering and also without falling into criticism and judgment which is so easy to fall into i've noticed of late as i become a little bit more aware of myself that sometimes i get pulled into certain energies and certain um certain behaviors and i i think it's um a goal of mine to become strong enough that i'm not only aware that I'm being pulled into the energy, but I res- I can easily resist being pulled into the energy. So in other words, if you're around people who are critical and judgy, you might find yourself falling into criticism and judgment. If you are around people who are defensive and um, unkind, you may find yourself being defensive and unkind. If you're around people who um, like a certain type of art and music, you may find yourself being, um, you may find yourself being, you may find attempts being made to pull you into, to liking the same things. And sometimes, you know, uh, you catch yourself doing things that you actually wouldn't like to do if you, if you were being more strong and true to yourself. So, you know, um, all of this today for me is just a reflection on how to to stay firm in self and be very grounded in self and 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 be less um, influenced by what's happening outside of self whether that is other people's choices and the way that they go about life even when those choices are at odds with me and my choices not 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 feeding into the desire to to constantly like try to say okay because you choose differently and because your experience is different you are terrible and you 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 know you're not good. Not feeding into that is one thing. And waiting, not waiting, but only, or rather finding, finding, finding the balance to be able to stand firm if I am in fact being threatened or, um, you know, if people are trying to either subjugate me or kill my self-expression or anything like that being able to to defend myself 
and defend my way of being as only as necessary as opposed to constantly being on the offensive in situations where other people's choices aren't really doing me any harm if that makes sense so that's one of my goals and um, um, I'm sharing it with you on the Happy Sunday podcast and that's um, just in case it's something that you know you could identify with and another one of my goals is to make sure that I'm not passing on suffering to anybody else um, just because just because you know just for no reason because um, I can't think of a good reason to cause somebody else suffering unless like I said it's a defensive thing where it's like I actually am being threatened I actually am being harmed and then I have to defend myself um, but then there's there's lots of room before you get to that point I think to just be like you know what I'm not actually being harmed because you have no power over me. And so I don't need to defend myself. I don't need to be at war right now. I can just let you be and I be. And then sometimes, though, you just have to be at war (laughs) because there's a real fight, but it's not always the case. So, yeah. Um, As usual, if any of this resonates with you, I'd be happy to talk to you about it i'm at kathy kareem on instagram twitter um facebook uh i want to pick up all the people who've been having conversations with me lately about everything from um arts and the industry um music film uh life um gender relations corruption um and just sharing their time and energy with me. I really appreciate it. Um, those conversations are really helpful. And people have been doing it in all sorts of different ways. Through their art. Through through um, through conversations. Through all sorts of ways. And I just want to pick up everybody who who's, who's helping me um, sort through some of these ideas. And... and Send in love. All right, take care. Happy Sunday.